The Miami Dolphins' 2023 prospect spotlight series continues with UCLA running back Zach Charbonnet. Who he is, how he would fit the Dolphins' scheme, and where the Dolphins would need to draft him at the end of this month for the 2023 draft. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Miami, what is going on? Welcome to Locked On Dolphins. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Network. It is Monday, April 10th, 2023, and we are talking about UCLA running back Zach Charbonnet on this episode, a deep dive into the tape, who he is, what his traits are, how he would fit the Dolphins, what his draft out looks like, all of that here today on the show. Today's episode of Locked On Dolphins is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can help take you on a journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn today to get 10% off your first month. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, uh, decade-long draft Nick, co-host of the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with Joe Marino, podcast dedicated to team building across all 32 teams in the NFL. Uh, it's your team every day. I, I live it. Uh, I have a blast doing Locked On Dolphins. If you're new to the show, welcome. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And we're doing a deep dive on Zach Charbonnet running back out of UCLA. So let's start with who this player is. And there's some surprising elements with who Zach Charbonnet is that I, I think uh, could potentially really lend themselves to Zach Charbonnet being a highly successful NFL running back. Biographically speaking, he is 6003, so six foot and three eighths of an inch. 214 pounds is what he measured in at the NFL Combine, 32 inch arms, nine and seven eighths inch hands. And this is where it gets interesting because you watch Zach Charbonnet and his style of football, you don't expect him to run a 4-5-3 40-yard dash with a 1.54 second 10-yard split. Those are 60th and 70th percentile amongst all running backs that have come through the draft process since the year 2000. Surprisingly explosive numbers. 37 inches in the vertical jump, that's 80th percentile amongst all backs since 2000. 10 foot 2 in the broad jump, that's 75th percentile. Uh, for for broad jump for running backs at the combine since the year 2000. Surprisingly explosive player for a player who runs with size, runs with vision, and has really good contact balance. Pretty exciting development to look at his athletic profile. Uh, But Charbonnet's kind of been on the block here for a couple of years as far as being an NFL caliber running back, he was uh, originally from Oaks Christian School in California. He was a four-star recruit, originally converted or committed to uh, Michigan, played at Michigan in 18 games and nine starts across two seasons uh, before transferring to UCLA for the last two seasons of his college playing career uh, because of the, let's just say, a target or a, a carry share uh, in Michigan. And he was the guy. The last two seasons, he had uh, 459 touches across two seasons at UCLA, 398 carries, averaged 6.3 yards per carry for Chip Kelly in the UCLA offense, 27 rushing touchdowns. 
and really took his receiving game to a whole new level as well. He caught 14 passes his first two years in college at Michigan. In the last two years, he's caught 61 balls. Um, this player really has a pedigree that you look at, and you're not going to be surprised when he ends up being a consistently productive NFL player. He's a little different kind of player than the other guys that we have been spotlighting to this point in the running back series. You think about the Jameer Gibbs. You think about the Israel Abanacanda. You think about the Chase Browns. They're all speed-to-the-perimeter-type players. Zach Charbonnet is cut from a little bit of a different cloth here. Uh, but he has been a workhorse for the Bruins, uh, he's much more of the Jeff Wilson role within the Dolphins offense than what he would be the Raheem Mostert role within the Dolphins offense. And the question that we have to determine as we explore Zach Charbonnet, we're going to take the deep dive on what I think his plus traits are and, and where I think there's room for growth and where he's just kind of a limited player, where he's going to be what he's going to be, is do the Dolph- what does the next evolution of the Dolphins offense look like? And if that includes more success running downhill between the tackles, Zach Charbonnet might be a very common sense selection for the Dolphins on day two because right now their focus between Savan Ahmed and Miles Gaskin, who they both, both, both brought back, and the two primary carriers from last year's team, Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert, three of those four guys are more bouncy, speedy, not big backs. Charbonnet is a big back, uh, and he really runs with a load behind his pads every time he touches the football. So big-time pedigree, played in the Big Ten, you, you kind of, and he was productive in the Big Ten, too. I think that's a thing to note. His true freshman season, he averaged 4.9 yards per carry, 149 carries for 726 yards and 11 rushing touchdowns. So this is not as though this player went to the Pac-12 where the defenses aren't really known for being effective or good and found his production there. No, he's playing for Chip Kelly. He was a former NFL head coach. You know, Chip had some success at the NFL level, obviously created a powerhouse at, at Oregon and is now working on building UCLA up to being that standard as well. It's one of the top rushing offenses. They run a lot of pin and pull. They run a lot of outside concepts, but they will get downhill and hit you with gap concepts between the tackles. Is that a concern? Depends on what you interpret Zach Charbonnet's uh, tape to tell you, which is exactly what we're going to explore next here on the show. But before we do, this episode of Locked on Dolphins is sponsored by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way that we do until we talk things through. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are at this chapter in your life. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, suits your schedule, 
You fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and then you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash on today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash LockedOn. So Zach Charbonnet, when I interpret the tape, which is what it's, it's really boils down to, of how good of a fit that you are. This is a player who, across the 10 positions that I graded, um, or the, the 10 traits that I graded the running back position, had a number of traits where I thought he was top tier among the backs that we are evaluating these players at. I gave him an elite grade for his contact balance. This 215-pound frame that he has, Go watch the UCLA game, or the UCLA versus LSU game from 2021. It is the perfect showcase of what Zach Charbonnet is capable of when he gets through the first level of the defense, just railroading SEC defenders. And UCLA ran all over LSU. He only carried the ball 11 times, but it was 10.6 yards per carry. It's pretty incredible. And and then there's other games where he's loading up 25, 28 touches. I thought uh, the USC game from 2021 was a really good showcase of what he was capable of. The the, uh, Utah game this year, uh, almost 200 yards rushing against Utah is the standard defensively in the Pac-12. Big, physical not afraid of contact, not the most overly creative player with the ball in his hands, but if you're grading him on contact balance and how well he takes contact and how well he will contort his body at contact and then continue to gain yards, it's a slippery dude, slippery, big physical player. Really reminds me of that way of some of the best runs that we saw from Jeff Wilson throughout the course of the season, but this this athletic profile would indicate that this is a more dynamic player. I thought from a pass protection and a durability standpoint, uh, handling the physical workload of the game, Charbonnet is amongst the best in class. I'll put him right up there with B. John Robinson in those two particular categories, pass pro and durability as far as being the featured player and what he was able to do with all of the wear and tear and, and taking hits in a responsible way and not exposing his torso by running too tall and taking big rib shots or anything that was going to do damage. Uh, I thought from a vision perspective, I, I graded his vision as great from the college evaluation perspective, which is really important because UCLA did run a lot of pin and pull, a lot of power, gap concepts. But this is a player who simultaneously you're seeing read and key the point of attack and read and key and understand what the flow of the defensive linemen are, quickly identifies when a defensive lineman is getting penetration across and is going to disrupt his tracks. And unlike a number of the other big-bodied backs in this class and every class, I think part of what makes Zach Charbonnet a really splendid player to watch and a really promising player is watching how he collects himself and then redirects to get off the tracks There's not a lot of big-bodied backs, in my mind, who will press the line of scrimmage, 
They're forced off of where they're designed to go with the run to hit and seamlessly work to the next gap and then the next gap over to kind of cut back against the grain while still keeping my shoulders square and being ready to accelerate through a crease when I identify one and then simultaneously be able to step through traffic and garbage at my feet between the tackles. Charbonnet does it. So I think from a Jeff Wilson perspective and the role that Jeff Wilson played within the Dolphins offense is he was the player that Chase Edmonds was supposed to be. And lest we forget, Chase Edmonds, uh, from a rushing yards over or under expectation, was one of the least productive backs in football last year across the entire season. But that the time he spent in Miami in the first half of the year, rough, rushing yards under expectation was a big sticking point for Chase Edmonds and the carries that he would get and how he would misread those opportunities and leave yards that were blocked out on the field on the field. Wilson was brought in to be an upgrade over that. Obviously, they gave him some incentivized money on the two new, year, new two-year deal that he signed to come back with the team. But if that's who they want to be in the run game, I think there is an opportunity for an investment in Zach Charbonnet to improve on Jeff Wilson, protect yourself from wear and tear on Jeff Wilson, have a young, fresh set of legs in the stable, and ultimately a player that by 2024 I think would be a better player once he's acclimated to the NFL game. Areas that I thought were uh, only sufficient for Zach Charbonnet, I thought his versatility and, and his passing game skill set was sufficient. I didn't think it was a big area of uh, consistent wins for him as a player, and that's okay. Uh, obviously, the big boom in production from a passing game perspective at Michigan versus what he did at UCLA under Chip Kelly, but I, you didn't see if you're going to hold him up against the standard of Jameer Gibbs or Bijan Robinson as players who get volume in the passing game and have a litany of ways in which they are designed to get the ball. A lot of swings, some screens. Thought he was sufficient as far as what he was able to do with the ball in his hands as a check down. But some of these check downs are literally, I'm going to run the swing and then I'm going to stand here at the sideline and I'm going to look at the quarterback, and I'm going to wait for him to throw me the ball, and then I'm going to get back north again and make something happen. There's not a lot of, of defeating man coverage reps and running routes for Charbonnet, and that's okay. You know that, That's why there's not a lot of players that can do everything across the space. And I think he, if you can build to a more robust menu of options for Zach Charbonnet, but as of right now, it's a player who hangs his hat on vision, contact balance, durability, ball security is good. He's a more explosive athlete than I thought he was going to be. I was expecting, us uh, kind of a slow burn guy. And you see it in instances on tape. You get to see some of that, that burst and explosiveness that he tested with. It does show up from time to time, especially when he is unloading into would-be tackle. So that's, that's how he fits. Now, what the evaluation looks like, that is the ultimate question and then the question that we don't have a lot of great answers for because the Dolphins, quite frankly, right now just don't have the picks. But we're going to talk about where the investment opportunity lies for Zach Charbonnet versus the forecast of where he's going to get drafted. 
and talk about the feasibility of him potentially being added to the Dolphins' backfield if they feel he's the best available player. But not before we tell you about our friends over at FanDuel because Grand Slams, no-hitters, double plays are all back in play. And that means you should be back in play as well with Major League Baseball action on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. How is that for peace of mind? New customers, you go to FanDuel.com, slash locked on, sign up, place your first bet, and you can get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet does not hit. Don't miss your chance to get that no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. Some other good action for you guys to get into. Text Dolphins to 305-419-3924. That is Dolphins to 305-419-3924 to sign up to text Dolphins with me. You get to talk. Uh, text, I try to send messages out on at least a daily basis, give you guys updates on the show, give you guys some resources that I'm using, the draft board, the positional rankings, everything that we're using for this Prospect Spotlight Series, and all of the summarized thoughts of all the players housed in one space. Once you're signed up, you could text DRAFT, and it'll send you that link for you to go and ask me questions about what you see, or if you want to see the salary cap across the next five years, you could text CAP and it will send you my salary cap table with the roster assessment. Or if you just have questions or requests for the show, or if you just want to talk Dolphins football, you know, you don't have to use the resource. We can just talk Dolphins football. Uh, it's, it's over on subtext. Uh, the first two weeks are free, so you can find out if it's for you. And then after that, it's just a couple bucks a month. So text Dolphins to 305-419-3924. Sign up for the subtext and let's talk some Dolphins football. But let's talk some Zach Charbonnet draft evaluation now. Charbonnet coming into the offseason was generally perceived to be a consensus top five back in the class. I think everybody would have agreed that Bijan Robinson uh, was your top talent available. Everybody would have agreed that Jameer Gibbs is probably RB2 based off of a talent perspective. And then it kind of got interesting because Ty J. Spears from Tulane had a monster year, and obviously he ran all over USC in the bowl game. You had some buzz for Kenny McIntosh going to the senior bowl. Chase Brown had the big year. Devin Achain was supposed to run a 4-2. But Charbonnet lived up to expectations this season, and then he himself, now he's... Not expected. He was probably expected to be a four-six runner, four-six-five runner. He ran a four-five-three. So if you're a big, physical, durable back, and your expectation was to be a top three to top five running back in the class, and then you outperform expectations from an athletic profile's perspective, I find it very difficult to believe that Zach Charbonnet did not help himself and boost himself. And predictively, my guess is this is RB2 or RB3 off the board in the draft. The question is, stylistically, he's very different from Jameer Gibbs. So is whatever team is going to be next willing to draft a running back after B. John Robinson, are they a gap scheme? Are they an outside zone scheme? That might push it one way or another. Are they more of a high-volume passing offense? If that's the case, that might push them towards Jameer Gibbs. If they run more gap schemes and they want to run the ball between the tackles uh, at a high volume and a high rate, 
Zach Charbonnet might be their guy. And I could see him going over Jameer Gibbs. I don't think it's predictively feasible that he ends up at 84. I think he's helped his stock a little too much for the Dolphins to, to hope that that's the case. But I would have a hard time drafting Charbonnet at 51. Now, I do evaluate him as a potential upgrade and a notable upgrade over Jeff Wilson in time. But if he's going to be a rotating player early in his career and he's going to split 50-50, a 50% workload in the backfield with Jeff Wilson, you're talking about a player that's going to play 25% of the snaps. What's he going to get, 100 touches? That's uh, Jeff Wilson came at the trade deadline last year after they traded away Chase Edmonds and was in like a 50-50 target share or, or carry workload share and had 97 carries. I think, for the Dolphins, or 97 touches. So you're talking less than 100 touches for a back. Uh, that at 51, you're really want going to want that player to be a meaningful snap taker for you in year one. Now, if he gets to 84, and you went a different direction, and you do want to be more physical in the run game, I'm there. I think at 84, this would be a great value, and I think it would be a significant upgrade over one of the subsects of your running back stable. But predictively, I don't think that will be the case. So Charbonnet is kind of this weird player where I think there's a very clear and obvious path for him. I do think he's an upgrade player. But at the same time, because of the positional value and the direction the Dolphins have gone to protect themselves from having a dire position of need, I do feel like it mitigates your return on investment immediately if that's the route that you choose to go. And I would be surprised if he was the best player available at pick 51, because just off the running backs, right now he's RB5 for me. Now, stylistically, all of the other backs are the other style. They're all the Raheem Mostert-style player. But if they want to zag instead of zig and not be more speed to the perimeter, then he suddenly becomes the RB1 of that subsect of the running back uh, divide for different styles of players. A really interesting player, really likable player. Uh, I'm a big fan of Zach Charbonnet, uh, but I think predictively or, or prognosticatively, is that even a word? I'm going to say yes, and I'm going to double down. Prognosticatively, I would say 84 is the sweet spot for Charbonnet. I think 51 is a little too soon. That's just my two cents, though. You can make sure you keep it locked in here on Locked On Dolphins. We're going to continue working our way through this running back series. Uh, we have Tajay Spears of Tulane up next uh, as our next running back. And then we have Sean Tucker and Devon, uh, Devin Achain from Texas A&M before we close the book on the running backs in total. There are some other guys that got graded that we're not going to be assessing throughout the course of this Spotlight series because the draft is like a week and a half away and I got to get guards defensive tackles and linebackers done as well. So we're going to have our hands full. We got a lot of content coming, so you're going to make sure you hit subscribe, keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. You can find us on YouTube, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, your team every day. Appreciate you guys checking out the show. Fins up. Talk to you all again soon. Peace.